Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Division 3 Championship Round. I can't believe we're here. We're like six, we're all, what, six, 48. almost 48, 48 characters. characters in, right? Excellent, excellent. I'm Alcevedo. This is my good, amazing, uh, amazing person, co-creator, uh, co-host, uh, the <laughs> extraordinary, the intelligence, um, what else, going. what Keep else, going. what other adjectives, uh, the, the expert. friendly expert. Yeah. Christian Humes. I am very excited for tonight. Yeah, I got a lot of energy, and especially, like, we have a very special guest today, and the yes. room is electric. I don't know if you can tell, but we're there's a lot of electricity right now. Guys, please welcome uh, to the podcast the amazing, uh, talented voice actress. Uh, you can catch her on Where in the, where in, in the World is Carmen San, San Diego mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, I forgot. I was like, where in the world or where in time? But it's where in the world. Anyways. Uh, oh, and you can catch her uh, in a bunch of different animes and in uh, as the singer of Super Smash Brothers' song, Lifelink from Ultimate, and it's Miss Abby Trot. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. It's yeah. so good to have you guys here. Um, I have so much energy. I was just working like a super long day, uh, and I'm just really happy to be here doing this with you. You know, party. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I'm excited because this came together. We somehow like fell behind. Never happened before. Never so I apologize. This episode is coming out a little late, mm-hmm. but it's still mm-hmm. still hitting our mark. It's still going to be out on the, the Monday. Yeah, of you just, the lost, you just lost is. at least half of your <laughs> Oh, don't say that. No, no <laughs> way, because we're bringing on such a great guest. When Matt exactly. was like, Abby's coming on, I was exactly. like, hell yeah. I'm yeah. so excited about that. Partially yeah. because I am obsessed with Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get that Piranha Plant. Dude, yes. my, probably my new main, by the way. Uh, I love Piranha Plant. Really? I, oh, I love so Piranha great. Plant, too. I think it's so great. I love his down B special, and you can like aim it in people. It's, it's awesome. He's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, and fast. Yeah. Well, guys, we have a very intense matchup today. Um, this is for the Division Three Championship. We have two fights that will decide the fate of these characters. The first one is we will be going with Thor versus Nora Durst from The Leftovers. And then Ash Ketchum versus Samus from Samus. Metroid. Yep. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to are you ready to Yeah, I'm pretty pretty much ready over here. Now I know this is a lot of pressure <laughs> for all of us. All right. This is the Division Three Championship. I know you talked to Hector beforehand and you you he he gave you a winner. He, he did. told you, right? Yeah. And who did he say? He said Thor. Okay. This is okay. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Hector Navarro, comic book master. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So his reason for Thor was mm-hmm. that in the comics, he has like a good character evolution and character growth. And so I was like, all right, cool. Because I've never read a Thor comic. So I don't know. Well, coming out of the gate pretty strong because he, in fact, does go through an incredible journey in the comic books. Let's go ahead and jump into our first fight. Thor versus Nora Durst. Yeah. I wish this came out, like, I wish this matchup happened post-Endgame. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is Avengers Endgame and Infinity War is, in many ways, the plot of The Leftovers. Because mm-hmm. just in The Leftovers, 2% of society disappears. Endgame mm-hmm. ratchets it up. Mm-hmm. It's 50% or what, it, you know, oh. disappears. Yeah. And, like, we could see yeah. how Thor would actually go through that experience. That would be a really fair way to compare these characters. But we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. You know, but you know, I do know for sure that Endgame trailer did come out, and Thor looked pretty menacing. Yeah, pretty also, cool. Also, he's hilarious in all the movies. So yeah, he's got. It's pretty he's, funny. He's got a good sense of humor, a little bit of Midgar humor. You know, I like that they they like went there instead of like having him take him 
I don't know. I guess he does take himself seriously, but like instead of trying to get you to take him seriously, they're like, look at this ridiculous guy. He's yeah. bad and he's ridiculous. And yeah. Do you think that his journey, because in the first movie, he starts off pretty serious. It's, you know, it's kind of like a, feels like a theater, like a play, doesn't it? It kind of feels like a play, the first movie. But do you think his encounter with with Midgard for the first time, um, you know, and him hammerless, do, do you think that allowed him to feel those humbled, hum- humbled yeah and feel those uh that humor yeah definitely like he yeah. he gets his butt kicked like oh yeah he gets it handed to him but he learns from that like when he loses an eye he's like yeah he learns from in the third movie i he guess he didn't learn from movie. it in the first movie or the second movie he i honestly the like third the movie. second movie is just a blur like i don't remember any of the plot i'm just it's like not great and fighting and i don't it wasn't my favorite but yeah yeah loki faked his death and then yeah, that's yeah. right yeah i think the and also like the bad guy was just like Malekith, which is which, which is such guys. a bummer. Because hear me out. Look, this is a little tangent. It's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with no, Thor I'll, himself. I'll go on this walk with you. But Take me. look, Marvel. Those those villains are really great villains in the comics. Like Malekith is a is is like one of Thor's like big baddies, and he mm-hmm. was so underplayed in this movie. Mm. You know, Malekith like leads like like c- convinces armies and the d- different realms to join him and to like overtake Midgard. And like, he he's like literally deals with like cosmic entities. He, he's just such a big threat and, but has so like actually po like you see his logic in the, in the comics and yeah. this, I'm like, why is he doing this? So you're know. just like, what could have been is all you can think about. Yeah. Thor too. Yeah. And it's Christopher Eccleston. It's the ninth I, doctor. And I was like, Oh yeah. And he's on leftovers. He's on leftovers. He actually, really? this is amazing. He plays Nora Durst's brother. On the leftovers. Is that why you chose Thor versus? No, Thor no, we Durst? don't choose. This is this is totally all random. random. This is random. Yeah, no. like they were picked on separate episodes, no and way. they both won those this episodes. This is fate. This is fate, right? The, the weird matchups we've had so far, you would believe that we were like causing this these to rigged. happen. <laughs> but uh, there's a bucket there. The table. <laughs> it makes know. me believe in the power of the bucket, though. It in, does. A, in a way that I don't believe in like anything else, like that bucket. Every time point. I put our hand in, it's electricity. <laughs> <laughs> um. So here's the thing about this is since it's not this isn't like a who's who's going to win a fight because even then like like I mean there's the, yeah like the Thor's Thor. going to win Thor would, would win it would be really awkward yeah like, even without his hammer he still forges his own axe and like you know fights God still you know? yeah yeah it's yeah. hard it's hard to argue so like my girlfriend her favorite TV show is The Leftovers and she loves Nora probably her favorite character on that show and even her today was just like. I like Nora, but she's not Thor. Yeah. Like, I feel like there Thora. isn't a lot. <laughs> now, Sorry. if she, if given the task, know. if given the option to lift the hammer, I don't know. She might be worthy. Um, Can you know. explain? There's something that I feel like we need to, for this is a big leftover spoiler, but yeah. I, it was a big part of this decision where we Correct. came to it last time. Correct. Um, why, what makes Nora incredible? Can you just so, recap that really quick? The thing about Nora, and it's one of the reasons why she's so different from all the other characters, is um, it's only 2% of the world that disappears, which is still it's a lot of people. That's like mm-hmm. one person per family, right? I mean, like, Ish. way less. Way, way yeah, less, less than that. You know? Yeah. It's like... But it's enough to notice. You know? It's enough yeah. to notice. notice. You're like, oh, that person's gone. Right. Like, yeah. odds are you'll know someone. Even if it's, like, tangentially, like, you, you sort of know them. It's But her whole family... Like her husband and her children disappeared, but she did not. Mm. So like her story is very much what like we expect Hawkeye's story in the upcoming Avengers to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
her story is very different because most people lost maybe a person or a friend or like a distant relative. She was in the same house. Like she was making them breakfast. They were sitting down at the table. I remember now. She, okay. Yeah. She like yeah, goes right. into the kitchen, turns around and they're just gone. That's sad. Right. That's no sad, Christian. And then yeah. her job, she works for the government and her job is to collect like she like does the insurance. Like there's like sort of like payouts to the families mm-hmm. that were affected by by um the event and her job is to like get everyone's stories and to like verify everything and then like get mm-hmm. them set up. So like she's meeting all these people and the world is in chaos, but she has found a way to ground herself and like try to find a way to move forward in her life. And she goes on this incredible arc that even deals with like possibly discovering because the show never gives you a definitive. This answer. is huge. Big spoilers. No, Big spoilers. It well, I, I, I'll find a way to talk about, around it for, <gasps> no, for Abby. It's okay. But I'll probably she, eventually watch the rest. She of possibly it, but... discovers what actually happened. Okay. She meets a group of people. You actually never get the answer, but there is a group of people you find out who are claiming to send people to where everyone went. And what they're saying is that it was a scientific phenomenon. And that it's like a parallel universe, basically like our dimension split. Mm. And where the 2% of people are living, they think that 98% of people disappeared. Where in our like world, only 2% of people disappeared. And she gets sent there and then comes back to tell everyone. So that everyone, like it's her story is wild, but she, because there are people that are trying to take advantage of these scenarios and like predicting the next event and all these things. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go out like proselytizing. She's not like forcing people to believe what she believes. And like she has her message. She like has told some people, but that's sort of it. She's not. So she like trying to get back to her family. Well, that's the thing. Like she, she's just like, all right, that's how it is. She claims she did. And she realized like, well, they moved on. Like, what? It's. It's an interesting yeah. story because, like, okay. at, by the time that it happened, it's, like, years later. Like, that, she had a new life. They had a new life. That right there, though, that kind of blows my mind. Like, you don't just abandon your family. Like, oh, they've moved on. Like, that's not yeah. okay, right? Yeah, I feel that for sure. There's a character flaw right there. I'm well, just saying. But supposedly it was also so that she could tell people, like, where everyone. Because unless someone came back, then no one would know. Right. Like, I, so she couldn't crazy. take her family with well, they, I, I don't know. I, I got to watch the show now. That's I, gotta, I, know, right? I have to we gotta watch it. it. Well, they, but, they sort of close it there. Like, you don't get the answer. Okay. This is all, it's really, it's a really great character. Yeah. You it's know. an incredible journey. Yeah. You know, Thor and, the, you know, Thor, there's two, like, there's multiple Thors. He's got a multiverse of Thors, even like a Beta Ray built, you know, it's like basically a horse yeah. Thor. Really? Uh, yeah, oh, well, when we great. say all the Thors, I mean all of the Odins and Thors. Right. Um, Not like when the battle. Okay, when the Ray Bill Thor. Don't forget that um, the Ultimate Universe collided with Earth six one six and created Battle World, right. which uh, which combined the two universes. Yeah, I forgot about uh, that. And now they live as one. Um, so that's kind of similar. <laughs> I just and I'll probably bring this up in whatever match comes next because it, it just. Here's the thing. It's like, really, there's no good way to compare these characters. To argue that Thor has a lesser cultural impact to Nora is insane. To argue that he would ever lose in a fight is insane. He's he's in a better hang, you know? Yeah. And he has flaws too. Like he's yeah. arrogant. Oh, oh but that's what makes him so great. Yeah. That's what, and, and, and you know what? Odin might be a great father. When he he does like get basically stripped of his throne and kicked out like yeah. that's what makes dude, that so great dude, when, like literally the, in, in the comics when Th- thor originally he gets thrown sent to earth and has to live his life as a human named uh, uh i want to say john 
Oh, I can't think Smith. of his I think yeah. it was John I yeah. think it was John Smith And he, he has to live his life He doesn't remember Anything like that And he thing. literally has to Live his life as a human And like And and in order to become Thor He has to like Find There needs to be Redeeming heroic Like heroic deeds That he does Not like actual yeah. like Like he'd be like A small right. He'd be a good person You know I mean right. He had to learn Selflessness and stuff like that He literally went through All of that uh, And to become Thor I think it's like it's uncomparable. It's, like, it's especially to Nora. Yeah, I mean. Especially to Nora. And quite frankly, when it comes down to it, the thing that makes Nora, and this is what I said at the top, and the reason I said it was to call back to this, is her story is unique because it was a very unique journey. Thor is about to go through basically the exact same journey she mm. went through. Like, he's yeah. going mm-hmm. to deal with the same circumstances. Dude, he took and that lessens, the, like, yeah. her originality in, in a little bit. Except, oh. for, except for in the in this know. one, like, everyone actually did die. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that part. Yeah. Well. But they're... I, I, yeah, well, I, I mean, I mean, they got. We saw that Spider-Man we, we trailer. It's a superhero <laughs> movie. Yeah, I know, right? They're still making <laughs> Spider-Man movies. We know it's going to happen. It could be a prequel. Maybe that's why he's coming back from the bus. I mean, that's not what's happening. I like that. I like that idea. It's shocking that they didn't like try to sell everyone on that. Like, it's clearly not a prequel, but it's shocking they're not just they're not trying to trick us from yeah. the beginning. Be like, hey, like you know how Spider Man was on the bus? Like he was coming back from his field trip. Like, <laughs> I that- feel like they know. They're like, oh man, Marvel fans are insane. They're gonna figure us out. But even if they do, like <laughs> most people wouldn't get it. Like instead of outright being like, now he's gonna deal with the after effects of Avengers. It's like, meanwhile, like Marvel fans are like breaking apart trailers. They're like, freeze frame, on, oh, zoom yeah. in. Enhance. Oh my gosh! Enhance. Like putting the clues, <laughs> enhance. Yeah, putting the clues together to try to figure out oh, what yeah. what the plot is yeah. of stuff. We have a decision. Yes. You know, yeah. Nora, great character, but I mean, look, Thor has a very good shot at this championship title, and you know, Nora just isn't. Thor. <laughs> That's messed up. But Thor has a great... We'll explain Whoa. why later. Yeah. I, I, love her. I love the show. I have to try to make an argument for her. I know, like, in my heart of hearts, there really isn't one. And, like, the actress plays Proxima Midnight in Avengers. She gets her butt kicked there. Had Thor shown up before, like, that had happened, he would have wiped the floor with her. Yeah. Um. So... Well, I guess we're going to call it... Going on to the championship round is Thor. Sorry, Nora Durst. Looks like you're nothing but leftovers. Oh, that one kind that of hurt. No, that was a good one. Thank, like you. thank you. Thank you. Uh, guys, on to our next fight. Uh, our runner-up fight. Here we go. We have Mr. Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. And we have Samus Aran from Metroid. Let's go. Oh, sorry. No, I was just, I just said, here we go. Oh. I was just getting into it. Um, <laughs> I have like a weird thing with this because these are my two mains from Smash is Pokemon Trainer and Samus. Oh, really? My two Smash mains. So like I'm personally torn here. Like two of my favorite video game franchises. It's a very specific Pokemon Trainer though. Yeah, it that's is. not, that's not any Ash. Pokemon well, Trainer. That it's, is. It's two Ash is based off of, which is Red. Yeah. But it yeah, is. Yeah, but Red's a cool character. Yes, he is. Oh, that's something we didn't actually consider. If 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 we he's are not, talking about I, Ash, everyone always compares him to Red. Mm. Oh, he's not Red. I is selfishly that? have both names in the bucket. Purposely also because that way it forces us to not make them the same character. That's good. I like that. Because they do have their own journeys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it right yeah. now, guys. Look, Ash Ketchum, not just, he's a great Pokemon trainer because he, he there's more to f- Pokemon than just fighting. There's 
friendship. There is he it's knows true. he believes in his friends. He turns he turns like enemies into friends. He is such a he's so pure of heart that he literally is is given a ho ho feather because he's so pure. And he doesn't abandon his Pikachu when he doesn't listen to him. You guys are just preaching to the choir here. Sticks. He sticks with it. They become mm-hmm. best friends, and it's magical. And he also learns when we've talked about this last time, and I think it's such a huge point. Look, Ash knows when to let his friends go on their own journey. He knows that Butterfree has to go and, and mate with other Butterfree. He knows that Charizard needs to go and, and go on his own journey. But And then and they come back. he knows that he should adopt and abandon Charmander because oh. his master is a piece of garbage and left him in the rain to die. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm already like already out the gate. I think he's a, such a strong contender. I'm not basing this off nostalgia. I swear. <laughs> did you, did I you, re- <laughs> you rewatch the the new like the remake of oh, the Pokemon the, like the movie? Oh, well, where it's, Pikachu it's talks? Even, yeah, I didn't see it. It's oh, that scene is like silly, but it's also <laughs> it's also like a dream. It doesn't actually happen, which is good. Oh, really? Um, like Ash dies, and as he's dying, Pikachu's like, "What did she, Pikachu say?" She says like. You were my friend, or something like that, and then and then they well, go yeah, into this. It, it's it's weird. Pikachu, it's very like why Pikachu won't go in the Pokemon is because Pikachu always wants to be with him. Pikachu doesn't right. want to yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched just that clip on YouTube. Yeah, it I was, was like, <gasps> it was weird. wild. I remember when that happened, when that clip leaked, and you heard everyone in the movie theater scream. Yeah, <laughs> someone just goes, no. <laughs> it was like blood curdling. I love it. I couldn't believe it. It's very shocking, admittedly. But the great thing about that movie is it takes a lot of his original like Indigo League journey and consolidates all the best moments into one movie and they recontextualize it for like modern day. So it's like well animated and the characters are a little bit more uh, relevant. They're not just like going to the old school characters that people won't necessarily know anymore, yeah. which was smart because when they redid the stuff with him and the Charmander, it mm-hmm. was even better this time around. Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. great. It was so You actually good. see the trainer that leaves him and like he's the bad guy. Oh, I actually did watch that part. Yeah, he's the one who comes back <laughs> and steals the fe- the ho feather yeah. from Ash, yeah. and he's so mean that the ho feather turns evil. Yeah, he's pure evil. <laughs> yeah, but Ash, Ash, Ash still sees the good in him and uh-huh. makes him a good guy at the end. And, and that's that's like one of the things about Ash for me is, look, Samus is an amazing character. I've always sort of wondered why Samus is a bounty hunter because. Outside of like fighting Ridley, you're never actually like hunting down bad guys. You're just destroying. Yeah, space pirates. Yeah, but it almost like because they get in your way. Like never like there's not like a (laughs) bounty board, and there's not like you're looking like for any specific people. It's like you're actually just trying to destroy Metroids. You're like get research done. It feels like a lot of the time I'm just like wiping out a species. A little bit. It's well, like they're a bad. They're very hard to control. Bad species. But Dude, the Metroid like, becomes friends with Samus too. It's kind of <laughs> at the end. Of, yes. What yeah. is it? Is that uh? uh not. Mm, it's not fusion. No, no, fusion. She gets the Super Metroid. Is it? I think it's. I don't know. Are you talking about Zero Mission with like fusion? I'm thinking, where, I'm thinking where, Zero Mission, where There's, they like merge the DNA and stuff. That's zero mission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have the fusion suit because the Metroid DNA. The Metroid like attacks uh, Ridley, right? No. Yeah. 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 And that's pretty cool. Kind of like helps her out. That is cool. That's pretty cool. So, that is cool. So that's something that they have in common. I will say too, though, like Samus. I mean, sometimes they, like, they have a little bit of that in common. There is a lot of 
Sam is just destroying Sam is wildlife. The, look, you, Ash Ketchum <laughs> could not. He would not try to catch any of these like Metroids or Ridley. Or he would not. You know that would bite right. his face off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Samus <laughs> is doing the universe a favor by destroying like really evil things. That's fair. Yeah. Also, she's like so brave. That's like, true. Just think back to the the earlier Metroids where it's the most creepy thing you've ever seen, like an abandoned spaceship with just like bodies lying around, and she's just like in there, yeah, looking for. And and something in our last conversation that I think we also need to bring up here is that so at the end of Metroid, when you find out that Samus is a female, it's like it was like incredibly. Or when you die. Or when you die, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and you're like, yeah, what? Yeah, uh, like you. It's it was like a big deal, but also like. It didn't matter because Metro, like, because Samus is like, right. you know, boy or girl, Samus was like, it was, was someone that for everyone, you know what Correct. I mean? Like, yep. And identified both ways. I think that's really cool. That's very cool. It's one of the most interesting things about the character simply because of its place in time. If it happened today, for sure. it wouldn't be as interesting. I remember um, the moment, like, I was a kid and I was like, <gasps> Samus is <was laughs> a girl. Like, it, it blew my mind. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, that's a huge. That is. That's a huge that's, point. That is absolutely a huge point. Yeah. For Samus. Um, I you know, and and in a fight, obviously I think Samus would win. But Ash well, would Ash wouldn't die though. You know, he'd get Pokemon Tears would bring him back to life or something. That's true. You can't kill Ash Ketchum. He's the rain, <laughs> he's the rainbow hero. Uh all things considered, if you're giving Samus so if you strip them of their tools, Samus will win a fight. If you don't, if you give Samus just her just conventional like weapon, Samus beat the crap out of a little boy. Yeah, that's like that's <laughs> like in a cage match, no tools, like no pokeballs, no suit. Like she's although actually oh, no. no, this is the thing I contend with all the time. People keep forgetting how ridiculously strong Ash Ketchum is, and the reason I say this is there are so many clips in the the show Pokemon where he's just lifting his Tepig like one handed Tepig's like 78 like kilograms like and he's like one like he's like no problem like no no NBD like I'm a 10 year old boy I'm holding like 300 pounds and I'm not even like sweating yeah he was accidentally endowed uh, one for all (laughs) which is like and and this I gotta hug my friend 50% I just go to the gym every day Pikachu. <laughs> I, I've been coming back to Matt with this is I think so like it's not our earth. It's clearly not our earth right. for a variety of reasons. Yeah. A, it's like a socialist world that's like a perfect world. And like, they're like free health Children go run outside and correct meet strangers and, and fight free health care. Free health. What happens? You go, go to, to the Pokemon the hospital. Joy you never just s- takes care of your animals. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you don't see like poor people necessarily. And like it's it's a utopia of a society. Yeah. The Pokemon world. And I also think this planet does not have 365 days in its calendar year because everything Ash has done, it's all supposedly within the same year. But he's still 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So like how old is a 10 year old? Maybe it's maybe they age very slowly and like you see him get shocked by pikachu's like ten thousand volt electric shock that is true i always wondered no about problem. that i was like how is he like functioning so you can take it these people are very resilient they're yeah. very strong and they live a long time maybe samus can't easily take him without his pokemon anyway Dang. it's something you need to consider no that's a good argument that's a pretty good argument man i will also say that in and abby i'm glad you're here because you can correct me if if I'm wrong or if you think this is, you know, I, I think that uh, Pokemon kind of made, like really brought anime over to the States. I think more so than Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z, I think there was a huge, like, 
influx of people who really? got into it. I, I think that's so. a good question because I feel like I wanted to hear I your. Think, I don't know because it was definitely like there was the anime, but then there was the game. Yeah. And like not everyone who played the game watched the anime. Mm-hmm. I did <laughs> obsessively. Same. But um, yes, I don't know. That's a good question. I know a lot of more, a lot more people would cite Dragon Ball Z as their mm-hmm. into anime. Yeah. And then I think maybe Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon are the two most popular answers that I get. But Pokemon was huge, and it yeah. was like an after-school anime. And I feel like in I think you know back then I, I feel like Dragon Ball was catered to like boys, and Sailor Moon catered to like girls. Uh, I like both because. Uh, uh, my sister's awesome. It made me watch both. The Sailor Moon mm-hmm. was dope. Yeah. Um, but I think Pokemon was something that was like Still for is. every, I feel like everyone watched it. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah. like I said, there's no stats to prove yeah. this. No. But it's just yeah. me Girls and like my Pikachu, experience. right? Am I wrong saying that? Like, I mean, people love Pikachu. I love Pikachu. It's true. Right? Yeah. All people love Everybody Pikachu. Everybody loves Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh man, I'll never forget when I moved to Japan in the airplane that I took to Akita where I was moving from Tokyo. I think it was then I got to ride in. It was it had Pikachu on the plane and I was like this is amazing. The Pokemon like, plane. I don't yeah. think Samus has ever had a plane. No. 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 Samus has a ship. <laughs> so I guess Pikachu is a cultural ambassador. But Pikachu but is not Ash. And although P- I think Pikachu is in the bucket. Yeah, they are cuz oh, they're really? separate yeah. characters to consider. Right. Yeah. There's I tr- we try not to double up too many things, but mm-hmm. like they really are very different yeah pikachu's got a float in the macy's also parade. detective anyways. pikachu's coming out anyways uh <laughs> ash catch him um you know here's here's the thing about ash um his show has been going on basically as long as like one piece as well now like, oh about I, I would say like a little longer yeah the pokemon tv show yeah. i think is on its mm. 22nd year yeah wow. and one piece is so uh 20 years and 99. it's about to be refreshed again we're heading towards the eighth generation of pokemon coming mm-hmm. up later this year so oh, we should be getting the new anime as well the updated version and what i will tell you is although the character has not aged he has drastically changed and grown throughout his journey and so has the show the newest show is like reinvented itself so wildly from what it was Mm. like currently there are things in pokemon called ultra beasts which are interdimensional pokemon they're sort of like these super like mythological pokemon Mm -hmm. but they basically come from another dimension and he's on a power rangers-esque like like squad and when an ultra beast is like found they like all get in their suits and they go out Ash and they does? like yeah and they have to like deal with the ultra beast. Whoa! It is like I'm a, so out of the loop. It's what a the very heck? different show currently. What the um, heck? Like all Brock right. just got a real girlfriend. I did really? see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He found someone that She's is a rock in love type. with him. A rock type user. Really? It's yeah. it's amazing. Um, this perfect. season they've a couple times now like went back to Kanto and like seen Misty and Brock and stuff, and even they have like grown and like changed. Mm-hmm. So it's. Samus is a very cool character that I think, and this is why I was bringing up like the little bit about. I just feel like they've never utilized the character's story well. Like you're she is a mysterious character. Yeah. Like they don't have, as far as I know, like there's not a whole lot of explanation as to Samus's backstory or like there's no real character growth. Yeah, like her whole thing is a revenge games. plot. Like it's very violent based. Like she was born in violence. Like her parents were killed by Ridley. 
And the Chozo raise her, and that's, like, why she's, like, super strong, and they teach her, she's like... She's, like, following orders kind of a thing. Right. Or when she's not, and she's, like, doing her solo thing, like, because she's being hunted by them, or it's, like, she's going after Ridley on her own. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't feel like there's enough about her character to empathize with or follow along on, like, a long story, but it is great for the games. Like, it yeah. works because the games, it's, like, about isolation, and that's like an interesting thing to have, especially yeah. like she's so lonely. I, I love that character so much. Oh yeah. yeah, she's just like the lone warrior, you know. Yeah. Like, and I, I love the, that kind of a character, and especially because she's a woman. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. And I, I that's think isolation is cool. But I, if Ash Ketchum has taught me anything, the thing that's most important is how much we can do with each other. It's like helping each other. And like making We're friends with makes the world better. We're dealing with two very different <laughs> different types of people. They are very different. Yeah. Literally the opposites. He she is powered by isolation and and like the need to survive on your own. And he's powered yeah. by friendship is yeah. magic. Uh, my friends are my power. Uh, anime shown in. I love it. I love you know? Samus, but like if you know we we put these characters in scenarios before, and if I were to have one rule society i would just be worried with an isolationist sort of like i'd be worried she'd be sort of like an authoritarian like nationalist kind of a leader because she's very (laughs) isolated she's like we got to protect our own people she would definitely use conventional war and ash would be like hey we got to like make sure like everyone has food and like people are being like taken care of and everybody's got to help each other out we shouldn't fight like Diplomatically speaking, Ash would be a much better leader, even in our world, well, I think, than Sam. I think would. he's the ideal leader, but I don't think he'd be a good leader. Why? He knows if he if there needs he's to be a, a fight naive. and a challenge. He always falls for Team Rocket. Think if like terrorists <laughs> came in and like they I don't know. But he like, always foils like, them. Like, oh yeah, never... we can all be friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, like they oh, never succeed. Well, these are these are some nice masseuses. You know? <laughs> Here's the like, thing though. Ah, we got your president. Like oh Pikachu, why does this taste like poison? Yeah. <laughs> that's true, but but he allowed. That's like the difference between waiting like being like they're gonna do something bad so we should stop them now or not give them the chance versus like well they actually haven't done anything bad so we can't arrest people and like put them in jail until they've actually guilty like ash has he always stops them but he's not like i'm gonna go after people that i think are gonna do something he's like if someone does a bad thing i'm gonna stop them and fight for goodness i hear that but like i mean i feel like if you can't tell team rockets team rocket And wow. they try to they've kidnapped masters, like you're basically your child. Of, masters you know. of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, I think I, I think they're two completely different. But you know, um, I think And also like if Samus was in like in a position of power, I feel like I don't know if she would necessarily respond as in the soldier I, mindset. Right. I feel like she would rethink things. I, I agree smart. with Abby on she's that. She's a smart person. Well there's there's no, yeah. no precedent for that though. Like, the only thing we've ever seen her do is fight. And actually, if you go to the, like, Metroid the Other M, she's constantly arguing with the... So, like, she actually goes under a military command during that. Mm -hmm. Like, she's, like, the military guys show up and they're like, hey, you're not in charge here. And the whole time she's fighting with the guy in charge because he's like, sorry, I'm not going to allow you to do this or that. And she's just trying to fight the whole time. Like, she's like, no, I want to go in and use these weapons. He's like, I can't let you use those yet. Like, we haven't authorize the use of this kind of like missile or anything and she's just like Mm -hmm. well that's bull like i want to just go blow everything up so actually the only precedent for that there is is that she would overuse her power Hmm. story-wise then yeah, this is pretty tough. <laughs> she's a that's military a character. Like, we like that, her, that but is a, she is a that military is a really, character. That's a really valid point. 
That is she's from a soldier. The game. Like, it is yeah, from the game. Her thing is she is a soldier. Like I love the character, but like if you ask me who's a better like person, I wouldn't pick the the character who has spent their whole life either on a revenge <laughs> plot or wiping out a species. Even if they're like a toxic like viral like species, I wouldn't say that person's better than the one who's going on a journey to make friends and bring the world <laughs> together and who has yeah. saved the planet like time and time again. Hmm. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> but I still like Santa's better. Yeah, I do like point. Santa's that's better. Right, that's all right. <laughs> I, I I think I think we can't. I think Ash's influence culturally yeah. is huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I I wish more people played Metroid, but like I don't think like I don't think Samus I could has agree a, to that. I don't know. I don't think Samus has had a, as big of an impact as Ash. Yeah. But, no. I mean, it would be it would be impossible to say that. Like, it's the biggest Metroid games that have sold are maybe a couple oh, million. Man. It's like all the video games, although they might not have Ash, they sell you know tens of millions. And then like, has there been any Metroid animated stuff? Like, I would love it. Like those guys who are doing the Castlevania series, they should do a Metroid one. But they're not. They are doing you know their twenty third, twenty fourth. Ash I want and a Pikachu Metroid movie. Live action film. Yeah, Metroid live too. action movie would be yep. amazing. There's a lot. You know what? I think I think that Samus will be a very uh, have a better chance of the title down the line. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think she, right now she's able to be her like, you know, I don't think she's I don't think she's she's an amazing character, but I think give her a little bit of time and she's going to take over. You know what I think I don't know. the problem is and it's hard it's like hard to like maybe necessarily let it go the character go is there isn't enough there. Yeah. I think yeah. there's like there's a lot there's, there's enough there to yeah. like, but there's, there's not more, enough there. There's more um more character arc to Ash's right. story and, and everything. So. I mean this is sort of how I felt about Nora earlier. Like I love Nora, but I just in in my heart I knew like there isn't enough for me to sit here and like honestly argue in Nora's favor. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't necessarily have to be a character that's been around forever to win this thing, but I, I think uh, you also need to have at least a large enough of an impact to have like some strong arguments for yourself. And yeah, now I want to like I haven't played all the Metroid games, but now I'm like I want to play all have the games. Have you done games. the yeah. I haven't played I played through the first two and then I started the third and didn't finish. I heard the the second one not is the weakest. Yeah, it no, was. No, no, no way. No. Really? Really? No the second I, one wow. the second one's annoying cuz uh, of the ammo and stuff, which is like really annoying. Yeah, it was my least favorite. But I the think. third's yeah. the most linear, so it doesn't have a lot of the like going back to stuff and like coming back and it's like a lot more of a straight path first person shooter the third one so well like, i'm telling you right now Metroid you can Prime play it fusion. oh fusion's great it was yeah. really fun okay, i'm telling you right now the they're character. going to they're gonna they're gonna release a metroid prime trilogy they're gonna announce it any day now i promise you they, i hope so i think i do they scrapped do. four right so, but i yeah. think i think it was they were still gonna i i it was gonna be the year of Metroid. I'm, gonna t- I'm yeah. telling you, it was gonna be the new Metroid, and then like, but oh, by the way, trilogy is gonna come out. Insiders uh, have said anyways. it's been ready for like months. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. But I think we've come to a decision. We, I love Samus, it. but it's yeah. it, even. It. I feel like this was a harder one to it talk was about. Hard. It's painful, but call it. All right. Let's just say it. <sighs> Samus, thank you for your service. <laughs> But we had to get ridley of you. Oh my god. Samus, I'm sorry. Samus, I'm sorry. Uh it seems all of your armor has disappeared once again. Yeah. Uh Ash Ketchup is going to the final round. That was a tough one. 
like I said, I wish I just I, ah man, I've never felt I want it was something that I wanted to say more, but I was having a hard time saying yeah. more. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. damn, I, dang. <laughs> it's interesting because you seemed Shoot. slightly more attached to that character than I would have thought. I felt I feel like you would have been with the loss of Luffy to Samus. You almost would have had a grudge against Samus. No, I, I can say I, I as I said I, I don't care coming to these with any bias. I am no, very I know, open. Of course, of course. Uh, I think I, think I we made a mistake it, with Luffy. I came into it with a bias. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's Samus. okay. That sandwich is awesome. Um, but we are on to our championship round, division three, championship title, fight. Ding, Let's ding. do this. We have uh we have Mr. Ash Ketchum versus Thor, the god of thunder. <laughs> now, I'm gonna say I'm gonna come out the gate swinging. Uh Ash has not only defeated gods, but befriended them. Okay, cool. I'm glad you did because that was also going to be one of the main points I was going to have here. Really? Uh, so I actually have something interesting to say here. So I'm doing a thing this year where I'm reading a book every week, mm-hmm. um, which check out Libby. It's great. If you have public libraries in the area, it's an uh, amazing My app. librarian just told me about Libby. It's amazing. To download it. Yeah. So I'm like listening. It lets you get audiobooks from your library. Oh, that's so great. So like I'm just burning. But the one, right man, the... So the audiobook that I wanted, yeah. there's like a huge waiting list. Yeah, some and then of them I was like, but it's an audiobook. Like everyone yeah. should be able to That's not how it works. It's still <laughs> no. a library and you still have to wait your turn. They go faster than they say though, which is nice. Okay. Um it's it's very cool. So I listened to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology. Mm. It's like seven hours. It's actually amazing. He the author himself narrates it and he's like got a great voice, so it's very good. Um That's huge. to listen to. Yeah. Having a nice voice, like like for the audiobook author, he does all the different characters, um, and he really nails the pronunciation of these things, yeah. which is incredible. Thor, Thor, the mythological character, <laughs> not as good as Thor, the Marvel character. That's true. Yeah, Thor, the mythological character, like you know how in, in the Marvel movies he was like real stupid at the beginning, mm-hmm. and in the second one he was probably just as stupid. Like he just basically his whole thing was I'm just gonna hit my head into this wall until I break through it. That's basically his character beginning to end in like the <laughs> actual mythology. Like he's a real dumb, dumb dummy. Like Loki, now I see why he's so big in the comics, because he's the actual mythological character is so much smarter and more clever mm-hmm. and an interesting character. And Thor basically is always just showing up to either kill people easily, like very boringly. Mm-hmm. And the only, he has one interesting arc. His one interesting arc where his hammer gets stolen. And to get it back from the giants who took it, they had to agree to wed like Freya to the giant. But Freya disagrees. So they dress Thor up as a woman and he has to go marry the giants and stuff. And he really like... I got to say, at least, I know this is an old story, but in 2019, he was really having a hard time with this whole getting dressed up like a lady thing. Like, I think it was like, come on, Thor, get with the times here. I know maybe it's locked in the old days, but he had a he had a big, he had a lot of complaints about this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have also been like the being well, yeah. forced to marry someone thing. Like, <laughs> well, I yeah, yeah. understand <laughs> being upset about that. But yeah, the, plot yeah. was, the plot was like they would never actually get married. Like okay. he would, they would stop it ahead of time, which they do. So he never even has to actually okay. get married. He just but, doesn't like wearing ladies' clothes. Yeah, it, well, and like he has to go to like the party ahead of time, and he's just throwing a fit the whole time, like a child. Mm-hmm. Like every t- anytime in, in the mythology something happens he doesn't like, 
he just like throws a fit and he like overeats and he's obnoxious. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay. Loki the mythology, great. Thor, super dumb, kind of a jerk. Not the same as the Marvel character, but like we did say when we pulled we him out of the bucket. We did say this. We were kind of dumb when we said that. We were like, well, I guess it's because because the Thor in you the Marvel. You have to take all iterations of the character? Or? We kind of. We like, did it for Thor. I don't know why. Because the Thor in Marvel is supposed to be the same Thor. It, oh, that's right. That's why we, that's why we did it. Because they, you yeah. even right. see like in Asgard, like the drawings of like when he was on Earth doing mm-hmm. the Earth stories mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's supposed to actually be the same person. So like I have to count that. And it seems like it's great that at least in the Marvel movies he's grown. But like before those happened, he was a stupid boy. He was a real <laughs> dumb boy. <laughs> another another negative point on Thor. Here's a here's one. Ready? Oh, um, I guess we're dog on Thor. So you know we 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 mentioned before that like Thor, you know he 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 was kind of a jerk. So his father you know sent him to Earth as a human uh, with no memory of asgard or anything like that mm-hmm. he has to live his life then f- learn humility and stuff like that mm-hmm. why didn't he like why didn't he already why wasn't he just don't be a jerk you know <laughs> <laughs> good point yeah what? just yeah. don't be a jerk just thor just don't be a jerk come man. on yeah. <laughs> uh but you know i feel like he's constantly losing his like like finding way there's new ways for him to be unworthy and stuff like that but he does find it and i think that's also something that's that's pretty valuable is that he overcomes that and he becomes he yeah. grows from it and to be fair like there are episodes where ash has character flaws and has to overcome them and yeah like, exactly he learns just, lessons and yeah. he's sometimes can yes. be a jerk i will give a huge point in, in thor in that when he this is also a big spoiler like um you know he loses his his hammer privileges in secrets original sin in the comics um and it's left on the moon and so someone picks it up um and you find out later that the new thor the female thor is jane foster um while jane was doing that um you know at first like 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 he like he didn't know who this person was he just wanted his hammer back but then like he like supported you know jane and this like and stuff like that and helped her become the new like save asgard and stuff through that he learns to you know like like the hammer didn't make him, uh, and he's he was able to like still continue on his path to find like who he was at his heart. Uh, he was still an Avenger and still battling alongside people, even when he lost his privileges. Like he's still capable. He is still really yes, is. awesome. Mm. You know, yeah. and he he's he's like accepting you know of it. You know of like of Jane taking the power and stuff like that. Uh, right. he, he doesn't want her to do it though, because she gets, you know, she gets cancer the faster, the more uh. she uses it and stuff like that. It's this whole thing, but it's yeah. really cool. I don't know a lot about that whole chapter. Yeah. Um, I have a problem with one thing with Ash. I have one major problem with the character. That and episode where he murdered the Snorlax. Yeah. That was really No, that's Snorlax. Yeah, had yeah, it. That was, that's Snorlax. He just <laughs> murdered it. It was and they, weird. And, and I was like, a, whoa. Yeah. I've you know never what? seen so much violence in an Listen, anime before. I know that that Pokemon needs to eat a lot. He has a large appetite. But if you take that many rare candies from someone, you're asking for it. <laughs> um, uh, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, no. And this is something I've brought up with other characters before. I just, I hate, I hate just like, why does everyone have to be like 10? Like, like can't the character get older? Like, he's You, you want to see his like character age and progress in that so yeah. like in naruto where they have like they have the yeah. time to grow and up and then yeah. they have like boruto and now all that stuff. like with that said in more recent years i've come to terms with why they do it and so i understand it and it makes more sense and it is literally just because like as much as pokemon is for everyone 
they need a way to like re-engage with the new youth every mm-hmm. three to five years. Mm-hmm. So the way they do it is like, okay, well, when the new generations come out, which is around three to four years, they also then reboot the main story and mm-hmm. they like have him start over. Yep. And I guess if he was older every time, like little kids wouldn't see themselves in Ash and his True. friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it is important to like be able to get like new people into his story. And so I have, I do appreciate that they've now made his stories more interesting and complex and actually made his character grow, even if they haven't aged him. But I do feel like it's a little bit limiting that the character's never given the chance to like really further, like he sort of only can ever get so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true because like there, yeah, there are certain stories and things that will happen to a 10 year old that are not going to happen, you know, like, it, or things that will happen to an adult or an 18 year old that would not happen to a 10 right. year old. Right. So it's like, you're kind of limited story wise. And you kind of, I don't know, like yeah. never having a to turn for ideas. romantic relationship, which is something a lot of people have to deal with. Like that'll never be like he had like a small romantic like relationship crush. with another character. Like one, I can't, oh my God, I don't know if it was May. May or Dawn. I, I don't remember. I think it was May. It was like a couple seasons, like a couple generations back. Yeah. But she actually like kissed him at the mm-hmm. end of the arc. And that was like the first time ever that happened on the show. So everyone was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Dang. I didn't know that. It was crazy. It was a big deal in the Pokemon That's a big world. Deal. <laughs> wow. But but it is it is a little limiting. And the only way they found a way around that is the movies. And the movies are the thing that really, I think, allow Ash to throw up a good fight against Thor. Mm. Because his stories are so much smaller on the TV show. Yeah. That it's like, okay, well, like, come on, Thor but is so But then cool. you have to think about, like how much he has learned and achieved as a 10 year old and you're like he's just gonna keep living his life and like that's so gonna true. be yeah. even better if he's yeah. on like, Thor standard by the time he's thor's age right? he's gonna be like a genius it's gonna be like, insane because thor's thor's point. thousands and thousands of years old you and know? he still does dumb stuff all the time and he's still super dumb <laughs> which is kind of yeah. like just a little bit like ash like i have a feeling ash is like a hundred years old even though he's 10 for them <laughs> but he might be like a hundred for us just because, like, 20 years, he's still 10 years old at this point, man. <laughs> and, you know, I will, like, I don't think Ash could take the full force of a star, but they're That's both fair. pretty, they're both in their own rights. They both can take a hit. He yeah. Take, like, we've you seen know? him take full, like, like foot away flamethrower blast from Charizard, and like his hair's a little crispy. Yeah, that's but true. that's about that's he can like wipes the soot off his face like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, like he's just like, oh, that was hot. Ah, oh, this is tough, man. I it's think we tough. gotta start getting into deeper questions because we're kind of skimming the surface, yeah. and we keep we. It, it, this is the championship round, so we have to ask everything. This you is. Know? This is hard. This is a really tough one. When I walked in, I told you that like no matter who wins, I'm going to feel like I lost because right now Thor is my favorite Marvel character and Pokemon is my favorite what anything. So like Mm. these are it's very hard for me to pick between these two. So like I'm not going to be happy either. How Thor treated Natalie Portman? Oh, Oh. that that wasn't great. That wasn't feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Natalie Portman. She's great. She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. And really I feel what like happened in that second movie? <laughs> she just wasn't there anymore. The, she, well, she was in, in the second one. Was she? she yeah, yeah she's she in the was like one. gonna get. She like. Oh, in the third she's one, she they just, broke up. They just like broke they up, broke and up. it's like yeah. done. Oh yeah, they broke up. Yeah, it comes up like he says it at some point. Like they broke up. Oh, we broke up. But there's yeah. no like. Yeah, I don't know. There's no real resolution. No, I was unsatisfied. He wasn't very. He's still. I guess he's still not very good with with women. 
He's no. still not not very good. You know, in the in, if we're talking Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, he's still yeah. And in in um like the mythology, he has a wife. I think he's with Lady. I think Sif. Is oh, Lady one. Sif. Yeah. yeah, is who his like romantic interest is, but um, like he's always an idiot. Like, I, like I don't want to pull. <laughs> He's from the coming back to that because, like, I just the whole time I was so excited when I started that because I was like, oh, I love Thor so much. And by the time I get out of it, I was like, I always think Loki was cool in the Marvel stuff, and everyone loves Loki. And I'm always yeah. like, yeah, he's cool, but he's no Thor. Mm-hmm. By the time I read that, I hated how much I liked Loki. Now, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh man, you didn't like, dude. I mean, it's Tom Hiddleston. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, Tom Hiddleston's cool, but Chris Hemsworth is, cool. is awesome. Yeah, right, like. Awesome. And Thor, I'll say, I, this is something I think that needs to be pointed out. Because I've, I pointed out how Pokemon has gotten so much better from where it was. The first Thor movie, way better than the second. But neither of them were like the top tier Marvel things. No. Like in any way. Thor Ragnarok is a reinvention of that character yeah, in that series. It is. In a way that like they really just need to treat that as the first of a new Thor trilogy. Because it's so good. I... I wish they would, because it's like, honestly, it's the Thor movie that I like. I don't like the first two. The first one's okay, but that's, it's like, uh-huh. and the, the second one, one I was me, like, mm, I'm not a fan. I get that. The first one makes me want Dr. Pepper for some reason. <laughs> what? And I think there's a lot of Dr. Pepper. It makes me want home. like a very tall beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, well, here's here's something that we're not taking into account for okay. Thor, though. We're talking about a lot of MCU, but we also have to talk comics. Um, that's Thor, true, that's true. Thor cares so much about our planet. He cares so much mm. about Midgard. He literally teams up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to uh, try and stop evil corporation Roxxon from basically increasing global warming and stuff like that because he cares so much about this planet. Even when the in thousands of years, millions of years in the future when he becomes the Odin sun and Earth is literally nothing and Galactus is about to eat it, like he still is there trying to you know pr- like save earth and he's there because he believes that earth will start anew and stuff like that like he cares so much about our gosh darn planet so does he is the captain i didn't know that about him yeah with galactus yeah ash ash has he cares about the damn pokemons he does a lot and he has dealt with i mean as you've pointed out god pokemon interdimensional pokemon i mean there's the one with there's the movie with hoopa which literally just pulls all of the like most powerful legendary Pokemon of like all time into like one massive battle. Mm. And he's just like flying through dimensions on like Latios and Latias with like Rayquaza awesome. going around. Like it's just all of the most insane, which are, these are basically just gods mm-hmm. just battling it out in the sky. And there's only, there's one human and it's just Ash. Ash is the one there doing all of this. Yeah. Which is And he tries incredible. to stop Team Rocket from, wreaking havoc and such i feel like his intentions are equally noble yeah in that sense but but you know but thor at the same time has fought off multiple realms while trying to protect yggdrasil the world tree which is literally like the center of our universe that's true you know look i'm saying is they're both great defenders yeah. Of yeah. cosmic entities. You, can, you couldn't really... You could, <laughs> Ash Ketchum. You would never thought. Cosmic Defender. <laughs> it's true. They yeah. both had world and universe ending level events that at that point, it's like, well, Thor saved the universe 100 times. He's only saved the universe 20 times. It's like, okay, well, they've both saved the universe at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to get deeper into this, dissect yeah. this thing. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to start. I think we go into a quick fire. 
I think we do. We never done like a quick fire. Some like we just go around circle, ask a question. And okay. Get, like, a quick I wanted response. to just go over some really quick. I was just adding up some of the things we were talking about in my head. It's like we typically go over like cultural relevancy and impact. I would say Thor cultural impact is more important just because he was an actual god for real people for mm-hmm. a long time. That's true. But oh, I would yeah. say Pokemon just is so much as big as Marvel is. They are still not Pokemon. It is the largest media franchise ever created. They mm. were worth $70 billion. Uh, the Mar- the MCU, which is worth more than the Marvel comics is, uh, is it like one-seventh of Pokemon's worth. So like mm. it, Ash is, as far as cultural relevancy, still just like a more valuable he's character. A, he's a real Thor, Kevin Thor's McAllister. You know? um, <laughs> Fight-wise, <laughs> Thor is definitely more powerful, but you could like depending on what tools like what pokemon ash has available to him it's like it's sort of a toss-up it probably leans towards thor so yeah okay but who would you rather go on a road trip with thor thor would be a fun dude to hang out with he'd be like he'd be the guy like let's go let's go skydiving let's go scuba diving you know let's go let's go climb this mountain you know he'd be up for Um, any kind of crazy shenanigans yeah and he'd be like a good like i feel like He's he'd tell the best. He would have endless stories. I have a, endless stories. He to might tell. get obnoxious. I think I am obnoxious. This might just be me, but if Ash was with me, I could see real Pokemon. So I would go with Ash because <laughs> I want to hug okay. a Pikachu so bad. <laughs> okay, okay, that's true. All right, uh, who would you rather have defend you in court? They're both kind of bad. <laughs> oh, Ash! Uh, Ash would I give think Ash. a great speech. He, like he might not care about It'd the be legality. From the heart. <laughs> Yeah, and like the most important thing is winning the jurors over. Like that really is the He's end like, of the day. Oh, the thing this that matters. Old boy is a lawyer. He wins. Yeah, defaults. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't Pikachu. know if anything he said should matter, but he really believes it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather go? Would you prefer to go with Ash or Thor to their respective worlds? So the Pokemon world, yeah, or yes. or Asgard and then different realms. Oh man. Dude, I kind of think the different realms. Because think about this. If you saw Pokemon in real life, you would like pee-pee your pants. No way. That Detective Pikachu movie totally sold me on how cute they could be and not creepy and hideous. Dude, Mr. Mime. Yeah, some of them will be creepy and hideous. Charizard but also, will buy like, your face off. Have you seen the Frost Giants from Thor's world? Like, there's yeah. some crazy creepy. Plus, everyone's going to talk like all old-timey. And uh, I'm going to be so boring like, to them. No one's going to care about what I say. We just get to visit. We're just visiting, yeah, right? Just and then we have to hang. leave. Yeah. We can't, like, it's not like we can go and get some Pokemon and take them back with us. We just we just see them and then leave. Yeah, you, they would be taken. They would, if you did that, you would have a whole like E.T. or or like yeah. Bumblebee experience where the government is like, we need that, that creature. <laughs> but then, but no, then, he's my friend. <laughs> but then even more for that reason, I would want to go because then it's like, well, do I want to go to the Ren Fair or do I want to go see like dinosaurs? Like I want to go see dinosaurs. I don't want to go to the Ren Fair. <sighs> I don't know. I do want to see... I do want to see real life Pokemon. I, oh man, this is this is. Mm, I feel like we're 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 having such a hard time with this one, but yeah. I it seems like we're leaning as a group towards Ash right now. It's very close. Is it what is I will very say. close. I don't really feel one way or the other. Uh, I feel I feel a little bit like I'm arguing more towards Ash, but only because the things that are coming up against him, I feel like they're strong arguments. And his his potential is yeah. a factor for me. I'm like. This kid's great at ten years old. He's gonna grow up to be. Yeah, there is a there is an interesting thing. So, the, the dichotomy between the argument when we had 
Ash versus Samus. The problem with Samus was there wasn't enough meat there to really discuss. Like, there's too many unknowns. But the unknowns for Ash are his potential, which is like a positive right. unknown. I feel like for Thor, it's there's too many knowns in his case. Like yeah. the, the mythology that you brought yeah. up was like a negative, like detracting from his character. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, he is kind of dumb and uh, not. All and that. and and look, Ash is literally pure of heart. Like he is, yeah. he is given the Ho O feather, chose him. And he is pure of heart. He He was chosen by the ho-ho feather. He's not as cool as Thor, though. Definitely not. (laughs) Thor is the coolest character in the MCU. He is one of the cool... I don't know. In the comics, I never felt like he was as cool. I feel like they found a way... Maybe it's just because it's Chris Hemsworth. But I feel like he's a lot more cool in the MCU than he is in the comics. In the comics, he's uh, a little more serious. Yeah, he's a little bit more godly. Like he's a little it's bit so more hard when there's so many iterations of a character. It, it is, really... and I think I think part of the problem, like you, like the way you just described him, was like there's too many knowns for him. It's like yeah. we he has so many different endings to his story. It's almost like Ash's potential. It's like we can see a lot of good things. Like I don't really think about his future and see bad yeah like boring like this isn't a character that's gonna go nowhere like he's only gonna continue to have great stories but thor like has screwed up many times like badly Mm -hmm. like ash's biggest screw-ups have not cost people their lives (laughs) oh man true yeah like they learn from their mistakes but ash's mistakes are usually solvable in 20 minutes Problems of a ten-year-old. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) And and like, oh man, the more I'm thinking about it too, like Ash also, like, like he kind of, I feel like he still relates to kind of everyone too because he, like, he he fails a lot. Mm -hmm. He fails and Mm -hmm. finds ways to overcome them, and like, but he's resilient. He's so resilient. He gum body mosses. Yeah, I mean, not as Thor is also resilient. Right, I mean, yeah, he is. But Ash, like Ash, like, (laughs) but I feel like Ash, like, I don't. It feels more relatable in terms, which is not. Yeah, I don't know. This is so hard. I was just really hard time with this. I was just thinking. I think Thor is. Um, I mean, it's partially because he was, you know, created like thousands of years ago. But Thor is a character that is really locked to a certain mindset, and he is a character that really relies on problems that can be solved through violence. And I think part of the reason why I love Ash's character, because even though like he does so much with Pokemon that are battling, yeah, there's he a... does take animals and fight them. No, no, no but that's so <laughs> this is this like... is the thing I would say with Pokemon. That's what makes it so different is like the Pokemon in that universe. They're basically you should think of them almost like as guardians, like they are god like creatures. They're not like dogs like mm-hmm. they don't like Pokemon can consent to battle like you can communicate with a Pokemon. You can't necessarily do that like with an animal. But Ash has never been in a situation where things have been where he's caused other people to die like Thor has. And I think that's because he he has this sort of like idealist world that he lives in. And like that's why I like him so much because I that's the kind of place like that I want. Like I look at Ash. I'm like, oh, I want people to be like Ash and his friends. And as much as I love Thor, I look at Thor as like, well, that's like, he's a character that feels necessary so many yeah. times. Like, we have so many bad things that happen in the world that you're like, oh, but they're both, I wish we had that guy right now. They're both a product of their environment. Right. So yeah. it's like. When I started thinking about it, I thought we were going to go somewhere from it, but we just keep <laughs> going back and forth. I know. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. 
No, we can't rock, paper, scissors for this. <laughs> that would be the worst thing to do. Ever. Ragnarok, paper, <laughs> Ragnarok. That was good. Let's let's go. So we should get weird. Should we we can get weird. weird. I was going to say. What are you going to say? I'm more. I was going to. I was going to. I mean, I think we know what we're going to say. I was, I, as I started to think of the question, I was like, well, who is like, what does these characters mean to you personally? You know, mm. at the table. But to me, like Ash, I always felt like I related to. I've always, you know, he he never like kind of that never give up kind of gung ho mentality and how like, you know, um, he he. I think that his friends are his power. And what I what I like about that though is that he surrounds himself with people that motivate him and encourage him to be better. Um, and I think that his friends resemble who he is as a character. I think that's something that's really powerful. And well, if you look at Thor's friends, a lot of them like can backstab him or like mess him up, but he's because if he's kind of a jerk. So I kind of have a, this attachment to Ash because I think that, you know, that quality that he has is just so great. And that I see that in everyday life too, though. Mm. Like I see people, like I consider the people who I surround myself with, like my friends, like you, you know, you guys and stuff like that are people who I I want to be around and who challenge me and, and push me to be better. And I would probably never stab you in the back. And I, I yeah, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, God! It wasn't me. Uh, I don't um, know. You know, <laughs> was that? That was weird. you made me just realize something about Thor that I hadn't considered, which is like Ash makes friends because he wants everyone to help each other. And he does the same thing with his Pokemon. Like, when he knows there's, like, as you brought up, something more important for Pokemon to do than to be with him, he's like, you need to go on your journey now. Like, that's not with me anymore. That's Mm -hmm. on this other avenue. It's the same thing with his friends. He's collected so many friends, and they've gone their separate ways because he knows, like, hey, like, we've grown from each other as much as we're going to. Like, Mm -hmm. now you need to head out, find, like, new friends. I can help you grow more. But with Thor, his friends are always, like, people that he can use. And not, like, in a bad way necessarily, but they're... It's like Jane Austen wasn't useful to him anymore. Like he's not like fighting for her. Like you don't see her. Like oh man. And like he, <laughs> when he meets like Captain America and Iron Man, he's just like Wait, whatever. Like I can handle this stuff. Like did you say Jane Austen? Yeah, I did. I did. He did. Jane Foster. Jane he Foster. Did. He did. <laughs> Jane. I want to read. I want to read that uh, comic card of Thor dating Jane Austen. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Now I'm just thinking like Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice, where just like Thor in a suit and being all proper. Jane Austen gets Mjolnir. (laughs) She has the power of Thor. Um, Mr. Darcy. No, but just I feel like his friends and his relationships are always like so often built out of necessity. Like I need this person because they're powerful or because they have this relationship with these people, and like there's so few real relationships in his life. And it is partially because his life is just surrounded by war, but it also then like the character hasn't shown that he like wants to make friends. Are we boiling it down to friendship? Well, that almost feels unfair. That's <laughs> it's a little mean, isn't it? Well, he has more friends. So. <laughs> I mean, his but, 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 but the friendship bond of Ash and Pikachu alone—that friendship bond alone—it's yeah. a solid bond. Yeah, I'm just saying, like. And those were two people originally that like weren't intended yeah. for each other. Didn't yeah. like he didn't originally want Pikachu. Pikachu had wanted but nothing. He still to do protected with him. Pikachu from those sparrows. Sparrows. Yes. Sparrows. Sparrows. Yeah. Yes. Which admittedly was his own fault by accident. True. But like <laughs> again, like neither of them like also Pikachu like they weren't working together when they realized how much better they were when they worked together. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's a realization Thor comes to like with the Avengers from time to time, but he's still like when the end of the day comes, he's not usually like, let's all hang out. He's like, I'm going to go back to my sweet realm. Like I'm going to go, I'm not going to stay on earth anymore. Thor? Well, he wants to stay on earth. Well, I guess it depends on which version of Thor we're talking about. I keep hitting the table. I'm sorry. You're so frustrated. (laughs) Because in the comics, that's true. But it's not in the mythology or in the MCU. Yeah. Like I don't we've think only... I've read in the any MCU, Thor he wants to stay on Earth, but he's got mad. He like leave... if you remember in Age of Ultron, which is something that we kind of forget about. He leaves Age of Ultron like I'll be... I have to take Midgard. He has a vision, and then he he needs to go take care of something on Midgard. So yeah, he like it's just like you know he wanted to be on Earth, but he had to take care of something at home. Mm. Yeah, but in the second one, like he hadn't really been back and forth on Earth like a ton, like. He had barely seen Jane, like Jane Austen. Yeah, Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's been alive for a long time. He may have known Jane Austen. It's true. <laughs> they hooked up, didn't they? I Good I don't. For her. I, right. It just seems. I feel like either we need to get weird, or we just need to state it who we each think and take the majority. Because I think we could go back and forth all day. These are both very strong characters. Um. And I'm having a really hard time. Well, how about, we, how about we see where we are right now, and then we go from there, and we try and figure out why. Okay. How about we see where we are right now? Okay. I'm going. I'm leaning Ash. Okay. I'm leaning Ash because oh. of his potential, and, his, and Thor's dumb. <laughs> he is. He's real stupid. I mean, it depends on. You no, know, I love most him, versions but are pretty stupid. I love him, but I don't know. That's just, that's how I feel currently. That's where I'm at. I didn't, I was hoping one of you was picking Thor so that we could maybe try to suss this out. Are you picking Ash? Are you picking Ash? Yeah. Oh. I like, I really thought you were going to go Thor. lean towards Thor and I'd be like, okay, well maybe we can just like because, really like. Just because he has really great muscles and he's hot. He's, and he's very cool. And, and he's, he and does funny. have great knowledge and, of the in universe. In the third movie. And. A god and, and he saves fruit. a bunch of people. It doesn't mean that I'm gonna pick Thor. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. If we're all leaning Ash, then there is. If isn't we're all leaning Ash, I, I keep going. I, there's a part of me that feels like I'm missing something. I, I, know. I know. I do know that like Thor becomes Odin. Like he becomes. He literally becomes Odin, which is like huge. But that's not for millions of I years feel like down I the have line. More and he doesn't always become Odin. For Ash, and it's just like. <laughs> Sometimes he just dies. He doesn't always become Odin. Like it depends yeah, on which that's one. That's so true. Like he co- he causes Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. He had to, but he causes Ragnarok. Like it's just he's a messy character and I think this is the first time we've had like a really strong comic book character and uh, it's showing they're going to be hard to talk about because they've both done as many incredible things as they had as also like things that are going to be against them. It's like you continue to update this character, you're gonna have so many reasons to like be like, oh, let's not talk about that whole like bad thing they did, mm. uh, you know. But that's not always bad. This yeah, is the it's hardest not bad. match we've had. This is yeah. I They're only gonna get harder. I, I'm thinking that we have made a decision. Yeah. And look, it if, was rough. It was rough, but look, Thor may come back. It was dirty. a rough and Ragnarokki <laughs> road. That's my with Luffy. I feel dirty, man. Right? Because you're oh gosh, Thor is such a wonderful character that like really we're picking Ash over Thor. How I mean, this, he made it to the finals of the division happen? finals. 
Which you know? is yeah, which is in you know, it's a a title of its own. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess we're calling it. We feel good? Don't tell Hector. As good as I'm gonna feel. I'm afraid uh I'm afraid <laughs> we're gonna tweet this out and then Hector's gonna post uh something on there and school us and I'm like, oh no. Seven pages of <laughs> Well I'm sorry Hector, but this is the this is the definitive uh It really is answer. It uh, is. once this is in, this is locked in. Yep. Um so I love you, Hector. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> I remember like there's a losers bracket, like people can poll. We do polls and if you're one of your favorite characters didn't get on. We're gonna bring. Oh man, it. I'm having second thoughts. You better call it. <laughs> bring people back. Are we calling yeah, it, or calling do you want to no, say no. something? No. All right, guys. I'm oh, happy to announce the Division Three champion is Ash Ketchum. <laughs> All right, we did. So sorry, Thor. What's um? What's really uh, crazy about this? Low key, I was wanted oh, you to no. win. <laughs> low key, I wanted to win. <laughs> Um, so what's wow. really crazy? I was trying to think. About it. I was like, mule near, don't go mule near me. Uh, <laughs> oh man, um, you know, we uh, we went. Uh, it was just an ordinary day. Yeah, yeah, that's all. People got. are gonna really marvel at this episode. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh, sorry if your brain's feeling a little Thor. <laughs> um. So one thing that's really weird, Matt, is now for the third division in a row, the winner has been in the exact same slot. Are you, dude? That's so weird. All that three is so weird winners of the first, second, and third division were picked on the third episode, and they were the third character. That's weird. It's that is weird. weird. That doesn't make and how it's rigged. I knew it's, it. Well, what was crazy was I made that joke to Matt, and I was like. I was like, I pulled it out. I'm like, so Matt, whoever this is, they should if the pattern continues. And then I open it. I see it's Ash. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> that's insane. We have, that's, that's, I think the fourth, the next, the next division is going to break it. Because uh, I'm not ready for rule another of division. <laughs> we, I, dude, it's been getting cutthroat in here. <laughs> it's the last one. And then that's it. So whoever wins the next division, we have our four characters for the final four. Yeah. So right now. And then now, Thor is going to come back for revenge. Yeah. He, and he, Luffy. But he's going to lose My guess yeah. is uh, Luffy can handle uh, lightning. So. Well, Matt and I decided at the end of the season, if like a popular poll didn't pick certain characters, we each get to pick one person that we want to redo mm. on. Right now, mine's going to be Thor. I know yours yeah. is going to Luffy. Luffy. Mine's Luffy. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Those are good redos. Yeah, because this I feel like. But I still feel I still reached feel a conclusion, right, but I'm like, I need more. I, I still gotta... feel like it's right. Yeah, but it's uh, maybe that's... that maybe maybe that's the one we bring the experts on. So like, I could be an expert on Luffy. Hector's uh, an expert on Thor. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm spitballing now. It's don't uh, listen to me. I think I think have... now we're getting so now that we've done enough episodes, we're getting to the point where like we have so like the top like the cream of the cop crop characters are starting to come out so now that it's making this hard yeah <laughs> it's like right now the the series finale like the season finale will be sailor moon versus doctor who and then ash versus whoever is in division four mm. like those are right now are three out of the four division five those are some so. heroes yeah um yeah and then doctor who is like <laughs> yes i mean you got a <laughs> variety of yep. things but it's one person still. Yeah. That is one person. One Time Lord. But, yeah, that's crazy. All right, cool. Good so, luck with that. <laughs> um, I, I have to apologize to our listeners. I left the bucket at home. So we uh, can't announce at this moment who will be on the next episode. I feel bad that you don't get to pull from the bucket. It's oh, really man. like the most That's the whole thing. reason I came today. Um, so I could... 
pull a thing from the bucket. But you do get to add one. Have you decided who you want to add to our I bucket? I think so. Just because I feel like he needs to be on the list at okay. least. Who's it going to Might be? not win, but SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. right. That's really good. <laughs> Dang, that was really good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. SpongeBob it should be in there, and he's not. Yeah. SpongeBob's so. He's classic, lot. and I love Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny makes that character so wonderful. Yeah. But also, SpongeBob as a character, as written, is just a wonderful character. Yeah. It's just great. And this was taken just after that terrible halftime show where we all got gypped on SpongeBob. Yeah. I mean, I no, just, didn't watch the whole thing. It was terrible. Be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a little SpongeBob clip in the intro and then I stopped watching. Yeah, that was, that was it. That was it. That was oh, really? That okay. Was it. Great. Then I saw it. But I needed to see. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, I just, Abby, I can't thank you enough for coming on and helping yeah, us really. make this incredibly oh hard Thanks decision. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, really quick. I feel like work. I didn't help. I feel like I just made it harder. No, you did great. <laughs> we love hearing every, your input. Uh, I feel like you, you got to come back someday. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, like I feel like that Samus argument, I wanted to keep talking about Samus, but I'm I telling know. you, Samus is going to come back. I'm telling you. Like, I, mean, I got to play all the Metroid games and then come back. <laughs> yeah. uh, Abby, uh, plug your stuff. Um, where, where can people, is there anything you want to plug where you can find you? or? I mean, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Abby Trot and look for stuff I'm in coming out someday. <laughs> nice. Guys, uh, this has been the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. If you think we got it wrong or if you think we got it right or if you're just like, what is wrong with you? Uh, you can tweet those comments at us at UFC Pod on Twitter. And you can also uh, leave a review, uh, good or bad. They both help. <laughs> um, so leave those reviews <laughs> on iTunes. And that really goes a long way to helping us get people to discover our podcast. Uh, if you want to know who's going to be on the next episode, check out our Twitter. I will, uh, I'll do it on Wednesday of this week. If you're listening right now, uh, there will be an announcement. I will do a, I'll do a video of the bucket polling for the next episode. So yeah. people know who yeah. to look forward to. Well, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Christian. Uh, thank you listeners. It's been a heck of a division. Now we move onward and upward to our final division of season one. Thank you all so much. We'll see you all next week. Uh, See you, hunters. Stay on the hunt. Bye. Ah!